Back in the pile. We'll go. <laughs> Back in the pile. He's <laughs> here in the pile. <laughs> All right, everybody. Back in the pile. Rubble, 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 rubble. Are recording. Oh, I'm so glad that we have our guest here today. This is uh, Something Gate episode 22. I'm Jared Sampson. I'm Steve Barta. And we got our buddy, Jeremy Brzezicki's here, with us to uh, go ahead and carry the show because I am nursing a massive hangover. Happy birthday to our buddy Adam. And congratulations on your home ownership, Kevin and Katie. And I hate you, alcohol. But I don't. I love you. I'll, I'll come back. I promise. Say, you don't hate alcohol. No. Yeah. No. It's not live. That's true. That's true. All right. So luckily, I don't have to carry the show today like I usually do. I'm gonna have Jeremy do that. I'm not gonna carry shit. <laughs> I am going to add things and uh, ask questions and. Uh, I don't know. I'll probably say some inappropriate things and drink a lot of coffee. That sounds fantastic. We're gonna have our. Uh, we're gonna also talk through our uh, adulting 101, which uh, the guys told me they have a topic for. We certainly do. We're gonna hit on uh, white and nerdy. We we'll get our topic coming up on that, and then uh, we definitely have a couple. Maybe we might have a couple Florida stories this, could, this, this could week. Be the extend of extended Florida story. This could be. <laughs> so. Let's get right into it, Jeremy. Uh, you texted me this week, well, me and Steve this week, and said you wanted to talk about some stuff. So, come okay. on, man, what you got? Well, what I wanted to go into was men's rights activists. Okay, what's that? Give us a rundown. Basically, men's rights activism grew up as a uh, counter as a counter movement to the feminist movement in the 1970s. Okay. It basically states that instead of women being the oppressed gender. Mm-hmm. Men are the actual oppressed gender. And they okay. cite numerous examples, such as <laughs> uh, us um, males getting discriminated against in, uh, cust- in custody proceedings. Okay. And the fact, and the whole rape culture thing, they're, a huge, they're huge against that. Also, uh, what else do they cite? Generally, relationships as well are a okay. lot of power in relationships. Well, it's because we don't have the vagina. <laughs> I'm not seeing any, any logic to this. <laughs> it's basically it's it's a it's the typical syndrome of the dominant party wanting to be wanting to feel oppressed to feel like the underdog little guy. So they say stuff and they bring up numerous examples to try to so, paint that picture. So it's a, it's a slap fight, right? Women women want more rights, so we've got to be like, well, we're actually the oppressed. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's more a, it's more a, a reaction against women getting more power. It's well, we don't have the same power we used to, so we expect to get it back. Ah, uh, I gotcha. Huh. I've seen like I've seen a few. Uh, There's a BuzzFeed article or picture, you know, like one of their top twenty six type bullshit things. Yeah. And it was uh, it was in re- it must have been in relation to this this stuff because it was like pictures of guys like. Uh, it it was like uh, it's like I had Rosie the Riveter on it, oh, yeah. right? Like we can do it, 
And then it's like a picture, and then it, like there's another like Rosie the Riveter type picture, but it was a dude, and it goes, "So can we?" It's like, why? Yeah. Why? Like in that entire style of it, like a guy doing it, it's like, it's like okay, guys in general, shut up. <laughs> And I, what I wanted to bring up to you guys is I wanted to see if you guys think there is a problem with men as a gender these days. Do you think that our definition has changed over I think, the years? Do you here's think the that, we have a, that there is a problem with manliness no, now? My, my thing is that every, every douchebag on the planet has a soapbox now. Yep. And yeah, it's true. I think there's always been this feeling, but now it's just, you know, accessible to everybody and... Uh, you know, pop up bads and yeah. I mean, you know, and, and, and guys. I mean, people in general. I mean, kind of like what you're saying along those lines. He was like, but like guys in general, both people in general, find it real easy to talk big on the internet, even even on Facebook, where it doesn't give you the anonymity or anything. Like right. it's not like like back in the day where you like create a login and like have message boards and stuff, and you control anonymously. Like now, people will say things that they would never say in in polite company. Uh-huh. But even if they're not posting it, like even if they're like resharing a photo or anything like that, sure. it's like it well, just, that I, I think it just you. that insulates right. you because you're not the one saying it. Right. I just I'm just sharing this. I'm just exactly. putting this out there. Yeah, and then for then, a good discussion. Right. Fucking bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Bullshit. You guys, you guys at home can't see it, but it's cute. Jeremy and Jerry just had sips of coffee at the same time. Like, We're on the same cycle. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> no, but the, the whole thing with dudes is like I think. You know, it's kind of like what you said a few minutes ago is to where when the majority all of a sudden doesn't get all of the attention, the yeah. majority send, tends to bitch and moan about it. And it's men bitching and moaning about things right now. And I, I think it's just, it, it's yeah. childish and, and ridiculous. I mean, we being, there is absolutely no disadvantage to being a single, I mean, to being a, a, a white male right. at all. I mean, let's just be realistic about it. Well, I've never I mean, been oppressed. I've never been... There I'll is an argument that could be made as far as custody cases. I'm, I have no experience with with child uh, with child custody, but I will say my father had a very bad time trying to get custody. Of okay, me. I'll, I'll so, give you that. I mean, I mean, there there is um, at least a perceived bias towards the towards the mother in regards to custody cases, for good reason. I mean, usually. Yeah, I mean, I think, but I think that's a. If that's the one arena where you have to fight harder, yeah. so be it. I mean, there's an innate bond that is formed between a mother and a child yeah. that I don't, I don't think any guy can understand. I mean, we can sympathize, we can, we can, we can identify it, but I don't know what it's like to carry a child for nine months. I'd never know what that's like. You know, ten months of this. You know, it just. So when the court goes and wants to lean more that direction and. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I mean, it, it makes sense. I don't say I'm not necessarily saying I agree with it, but I mean, I get it. Yeah. Um, unless that, unless the mother is incapable of taking care of the child, then right. I, I don't see there being any real issue with it. Especially if it's a, like a joint custody, or you mean if, even if it's like a sole custody scenario, right? And there's some sort of you know visitation and everything set up. I mean, that that just kind of is what it is. Yeah. You know. Well, that's my blind spot with this whole thing. Is I think every other aspect of Men's rights a- activism is bullshit. Yeah, that's the one thing I don't know anything about. So, right. I just, I think, I wonder if there really is a problem with manliness, and it's not because the perceived discrimination against us now. I think we're, 
I think a lot of men are bitchy, and I yeah, I think they're we're just a lot of us are becoming a bunch of fucking trolls on the internet, yeah, and complaining about perceived insults, yeah. And I saw I saw I saw a really great little stupid cartoon graphic yesterday. It was it was awesome. It was like a little stick figure sitting at the computer, and it goes, "This is Bob." Bob just saw something that angered him on the internet, that angered him on Facebook. Bob ignored it. And, and Bob carries life. Yeah, and gets on with his life. Be like Bob. Yes. You know, it's like, there's so much stuff that I see on the internet. Like, things that, I mean, my family, my friends, people that I can have, you know, normal conversation with that I, that I love hanging out with and, and that that we have very different opinions and views when it comes to some of these more polarizing topics. Yeah. And I don't use the internet as an opportunity to then have a discussion or argument with somebody because arguing on the internet is like being the fastest kid at, yeah. you know, I was just going to make a very off-color joke and I'm not going to do it. But it's like, it's, arguing on the internet is the dumbest thing you can do because mm-hmm. people are fanatic on the internet and you can't argue with a fanatic. Well, that's, that's another that's another part of our problems. We go for the extreme instantly. We go for the throat with every comment yep. we make. We don't try to build a case. We don't try to trap people in um, in their own logic. We just try to just try to jam our uh, jam our insult in there and try to get them off the uh, off replying. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but I just I wanted to see what your guys' definition of manliness is. I mean, what is manly? What is manliness okay, now? you know what manliness is? It's getting up, going to work, supporting everybody that you need to support, getting a paycheck, and and. Doing your job, yeah. you know that that's that's being a man. It that will lead to my next point. Okay, later on. So, I mean, yes. Do I feel that the the culture in our country over the past, you know, fifteen twenty years has been, you know, sisif- you know, like people complain about sissification of children and yeah. blah blah. Okay, the crab people are taking over. But um, you know, I don't see the sissification of America as necessarily a bad thing. I mean, it's. It's the parent's responsibility to raise their child. Okay, yeah. if the if public culture and, and and the public school system or whatever wants to do it differently, you know, show a lighter side or you know not yeah. be as aggressive as mm-hmm. it used to be, that's fine. I mean that they're it's that's what your child is going to go through, but it's your job as a parent to raise them. So if you don't right. want them to be a certain way, or you don't agree with the way they're dealing with, you know, dealing with things in school, then just be a parent and don't, don't let your child, like, be a wuss if that's what you're worried about, you know? It's like... The one thing that men's rights activists and my wife agree on Mm -hmm. is that the school system, the public school system is built towards girls. That's something I kind of understand because it's built on a system of rules that are hard for little boys to adhere to. You know, you need to sit down, you need to do your homework, you need to write quietly. My kid ain't like that. <laughs> it's, boys are, little boys are prototype men. They're men in development, so they have all men's instincts and uh, abilities. They don't have the self-control. I suppose maybe that's something they need to learn in school, but it's hard for boys in school. Well, yeah, it's hard for them, but I mean, but it's not like they have a detriment. It's not, it's not like they're disadvantaged. By, no. Well, I mean, I think in the early time they are. When kids are taught writing, they're taught writing. Girls are completely adept on average at writing at that time. 
Yeah, absolutely. M- boys are not. That's why our write- That's why your handwriting sucks. That's why my handwriting sucks. When we learn to write, my handwriting. When we were amazing. taught to, my handwriting sucks. <laughs> that's I don't know. You're left-handed. Weird. <laughs> but when we were taught to write, our writing skills weren't great at the time. So right. our handwriting kind of got fossilized into a shitty. No, shitty, I hear what um, you're saying. Shitty format. I don't know. I mean. The, the school system itself, yes, could be set up to be... They, they could just they could move some stuff, a little bit stuff further out. I'm not saying, like, the first class of first grade should be, you need to track and kill this rabbit. <laughs> spit. Be and then you need to go in the ring with one of your classmates. <laughs> the winner who comes out gets the name. The <laughs> I guess it up. I don't know. I think it. I, I think with that though, it teaches adaptability. I mean, yeah, you're right. Is it is it slated more, more feminine? It could. I mean, possibly. But well, is it is it slated that way? Is it specifically designed to appeal to young girls, or is that just? Uh, I think that's just. Is, the that, is it just? Out. Is it just biology because women mature faster than men, and that's just it? Their motor skills are better at a given yeah, age, right? Uh, and that's just. I think, I think it's easier. the way it shakes out. Ha- having, having a boy and a girl that, have, that are going through school right now, I can yeah. tell you that school is a lot easier for Mara at her age than it was for Connor at his mm-hmm. age. Um, she also had preschool, and he didn't. Um, yeah. I wish I would have put him through it. But whereas Connor had issues with certain subjects or certain certain things, he never he was always able to adapt, so I don't really think it's... Mm-hmm. Too bad. I mean, do you think it's it's part of the part of being a male is keep calm and carrying on as it is? Well, you know, I mean, look at it this way. With shit what, 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 yeah. So, what's the one thing that we hate having to do as guys? We hate we hate having to do what we're told, right? We don't like it because we like to set the rules and do what we yeah. want to do, right? So, at a young oh, age, at a young age, you learn real quick that guess what? You have to do this. Mm-hmm. The end. You know, it's. And when that when that information comes from somebody else besides your parent, that can be tough for little boys to deal with initially. But I think it teaches an important skill of there's stuff you have to do, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't know. I think I think it could be. I think it's a good thing. I, I do. I mean, I, I agree with you that it that it ends up feeling like it's slated a bit, or, or yeah. like you know, or tilted. But I don't think it's. It, I think you're damned if you do, damned if you don't in that scenario. You know? I'll be honest with you. If I could read up every year as a man, I would do it. Yeah. No I problem. would do it every year. I like being a guy. I think it's awesome. And my wife is very pregnant right now. Yeah. I wouldn't trade with her for a minute. Nope. I don't want to see what it's like the reason <laughs> to have nope. a child in my belly. I don't. Nope. I know what it feels like when I eat too many burritos. It must yeah. be a lot like that. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. Oh, man. I love my, chil- my child and my children now. Yeah. But... I, I'll deal with them when they come out. Yeah. I will be there. Yeah, absolutely. Jesus, you yep. know? Yep. Up to that point, you know, you, you, I'll eat a burrito and watch you. Yeah. I don't know. The, the, the whole men's rights activist thing is dumb, in my opinion. I really think it is. I mean, there's at no point are you at a disadvantage and I will argue I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a, a group of guys who got passed over for promotion and sure and, and we've all shit. right and we've all a been there and, and just, a lot of people just want to feel like victims they want to feel right. like I need to overcome this that will well, this, make, this that person, will show how good a person yeah, I am yeah or like this person in this group has you know certain 
is getting a lot of attention. Why don't I get any attention? But when? It's like, shut up. I Which mean, is, in essence, I think the least manly thing you can exactly. do. Exactly. I'm like, I'm like, quit, be, quit, quit being not a man and just like yeah. deal with it and go to work and shut up. Now, that brings me to my next point. Okay. MG Toes. Oh, yeah, you're t- you kind of started talking to me about this a little bit yesterday. MG Toes, MG T-O-W. That stands for Men Going Their Own Way. This is different from Men's Rights Act. I should totally put on, you can go your own way behind this. It would be awesome. <laughs> you should do that. Definitely. I'm going to. This would be awesome. Basically, and Steve will be able to attest to this since I signed him up for the newsletter. <laughs> is, uh, is, Did you really? Yeah. Have fun receiving <laughs> stuff from Mandela. <laughs> Basically, not, not the Marlon Brando lookalikes either. They got a good website. See if you'll like it. It's really actually a good website. Like I was on it, I was like, this these graphics are ridiculous. Look how well this is organized. Their multimedia is amazing. As a matter of fact, in their FAQs, like one of the main, main questions asked is, "Can you host my website?" Because I don't know who the hell is doing you, it. You've dug this deep into oh, their website. Oh I've my dug. gosh, he's done research for this topic. <laughs> anyway, the central point be- behind men going their own way yeah. is the manly ideal of keeping calm, carrying on, supporting your family. Rejected. Rejected because that is slavery. Oh. They actually God. say it's slavery. They say that. Yeah, I, I've be, barely begun to get into it. Keep going. Anyway, it says that females, <laughs> females are the oppressors. Females are oppressive force, and the idea of men going their own way isn't to be an activist, isn't to change public policy. It's to stay away from the girls, to stay away from the cooties. There are four different levels of MG toe. Or, oh my god. And if you're an MG tower, then you're a man going his own way, or MG how. First level is, you have to eliminate long-term relationships. <laughs> Second level is, eliminate short-term relationships. Third level is, I forgot exactly what third level is, but fourth level is, you don't engage with women at all. <laughs> level five, profit. <laughs> oh you stay god. away from women, Completely, because they'll enslave you. Oh. It's like it's like the the club you had when you were. It's a about this time without going to that girl. It's, a, it's, it's a no homer club. <laughs> yeah. So so my question is this then: Is there anything in there about um, homosexual relationships? None. So you can so you can be gay with your buddies. Yeah. Okay. All right. So they're not. So it's not about. As long as it's, it's, it's not about long term or short term. It's about anti women. Well, well, that's my question. So, it, so and the thing it says eliminate all long term and short term relationships. Does that apply just to just to to heterosexual? Just to women. Okay. So, so this is really so in the grand scheme of things, this ends up being a male hate group against women. I don't say it's. I don't think it's a hate group because it doesn't inter- It doesn't encourage. Um, action, violent action, or even political action. No kind of action except staying away from women. Okay. That's what it is. So, but if you're in a, in go with me here. Go with me here. Okay. So, so we go on the drive. I, I, I see where you're going. This is where it is a hate group because if you stay away from women, you eventually can't reproduce and if you can't reproduce, you have a human civilization, thereby oh, killing, right. killing off the human race. So yeah. it is a hate group, in my opinion. Well, I, I would See, say I would, that. I, I would, think that. I would say I would say it's a hate group because if it weren't women, let's say if it were a race, and it's like you need to eliminate all contact with this race, yep. even if you're not encouraging violence against the people of that race. You know what? You're right. It's that still, was the original uh, tenet of the KKK, wasn't it? Right. Yes. 
send send people back to Africa. Yep. I mean, it's, so yeah, I guess I guess by that definition, it's true. I mean, do they have do they have a symbol? Do they have a flag or anything? They or? do have a symbol. Okay, so they have colors. It's a, it's a you know how you have like a rose close sign where the road goes straight forward and uh-huh. it has a hard stop, and then yeah. there's another one, another direction yeah, on yeah, the yeah. side. That's their symbol. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's terrifying. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it just reminds me of the Three Stooges episode where they're in the Woman Haters Club. Yes, that's exactly. What <laughs> no, it is no, isn't that the uh, isn't that Little Rascals? Oh, there's oh, they, well, I mean, yeah. all of those. The He Man Woman Haters Club. Yeah, the, the TV shows of that time. He Man. Yeah. There was a lot of writers that jumped back. MG Toe is the is the He Man Woman Haters Club. Look, they they can do whatever they want to do. I'll be there to pick up. I'll be there to pick up all their. Yeah, if they don't want to have short term relationships with women, I'll be right there. With we women. got we got okay plenty of non MG Toes that will be happy. So to, you're gonna uh, you're gonna give up your. Newsletter subscription is what you're saying, Steve. Uh, yeah. I, I'm <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see an option on it, but I'm sure that you'll be fine. I'm sure I can find a way through the internet to get them. To can you can you at least get can you at least get the first one so we can talk about it on the next podcast? No. <laughs> Come on, it'd be amazing. Oh, you got plenty of time for it. I don't know. I mean, I, I understand. Okay, so. So let's. So now we've kind of bashed it a bit. Now let, let's let's analyze it the other way. What would be the benefit? So, so they're saying the ben- so so their their stance is that you, by doing this, you can go your own way, and you're not you're not beholden to any anybody beside yourself. Therefore, you'll be more successful, have more things for yourself. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's basically like James Bond without the uh, without the interesting part. Right. So like, I mean, the the question really becomes to to what end? What what's well, the overall benefit? Here, the I mean, that's up to the individual person. I mean. Think of since since this is our show, I'm going to tie this back into the comic book world. Okay. Uh, think of Tony Stark, right? Pre Iron Man, Tony Stark. Sure. Businessman, all the money in the world, all oh, the yeah. women he ever wants. Uh huh. You know, gets attacked, gets captured, gets you know taken to the caves or however uh, continuity you want to write it. Vietnam, Afghanistan, whatever you want to do. Right. Meets Ho Jensen, a doctor. Asks him, hey, you know, what's your family and everything? And uh, Tony just kind of shrugs it off. I don't have one. And he's like, ah, so you're a man with everything and nothing. Right. So what it's it's a what is important to you to determine your success in life. I don't need to have a, a huge garage and multiple cars and be living in a giant place by myself. No, I would be perfectly happy living in a two-bedroom house with a family. I am okay with that. Right. So, you know, this is a bunch of, uh, you know, Neanderthals who just want to do whatever they want and not be, quote-unquote, oppressed by anyone because they don't know how to not be number one. Yeah, I mean, I guess if, if, you, if, you, if you take the, if you, if you sit, sit and, you know, go through the exercise of, okay, what, what's going to make me happy in life? And you decide that oh I don't you know I don't want to have a family I want to do this or that and do my things so I want to be able to pick up and go do whatever I want to do myself then then fine I guess okay, grow a beard get a backpack and go to Europe right yeah. I mean do your Move thing in the mountains and don't bother anyone exactly. yeah I mean but I believe that if your decision is that you want to have a family and you and you want those things then you you've got to man up and go to fucking work and do your job. Yeah. Provide for your wife and your children, 
or your kid's mom. I mean, if things don't work out, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, divorce is a part of life, and that, there's you know, levels of happens. you know, there's levels of responsibility that you have to identify in yourself before you can make uh, a claim to something like this. Right. I mean, <coughs> this is like Jeremy. So the reason that Jeremy and I are being a little bit quiet is that he's, he's pulled his laptop out and like took is taking me to the website and showing me some of the stuff. Um, when he says his laptop, he needs his penis. <laughs> oh my gosh! So at the so it says, do you allow women to join or participate in MGTOW forums discussions? But they long and short of it is no. But they they said that women may exit this website to the MGTO Women's Shelter, which we create as a basic courtesy and trust that courtesy will be returned within most basic understanding of boundaries. So let's click on the Women's Shelter and see what it is. So I. I I hate these people, <laughs> but at the same time, I kind of want to be like, do your thing, man, because I've got plenty of friends that will be happy to take care of all the women you don't want. I can't see. I don't understand the hatred of women. I think women are awesome. Yeah, they're fun to look at and to be around. I don't understand the. Problem. I agree. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I don't want to hang out with guys all the time. It's I, I don't. See, that's the thing. Is like, it's like you're being enslaved by women, but if what you want is a family or you want to be with a woman... Here's the, here's the thing. Women are people, too, and they have their own consciousness and awareness and thought processes. And The women's shelter is closed. Oh, if, uh, got it. Yeah, it, it links to know, nowhere. You have to, you have, to have uh, a compromise with them in order to do things like, but I want to go out and drink until 3 a.m. Well, your son's going to be up at 7, so... You want to go out and drink it till three a.m. Guess what? Your son's still going to be up at seven. Yes, he is. So, and that's when you teach yeah. your son to make breakfast for your daughter, and then you can sleep your hangover off. That's awesome. I'm not speaking from experience or anything. Uh, see, that's why it's great to be an uncle because you know, for the time that um, we were all living together, while uh, my brother and sister-in-law were uh, selling their house in the process of buying a new one, it was all of us under one roof, and it was it was really fun. But there were some mornings where I was woken up by the pitter-patter stomping of Twister and Tornado. I'd be like, Uncle Steven, wake up. Uncle Steven, wake up. If one of you's not on fire, I'm going to be very upset. What does that mean? Uncle Steven, wake up. <laughs> like, you don't understand how this works, kid. <laughs> Go away. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't like these people. I mean, fine. Do your thing. Whatever. I mean, it, it's... First glance, it seems like a goofy website. And by the way... Amazing multimedia. I'll give them that. Um, <laughs> well, there are a lot of single men with nothing to do all day <laughs> because they're avoiding women. So, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, do your thing, but It'd be hilarious if their like web server was hosted by or, like owned by a woman or something. Yeah. The, the the reality of this, though, in my opinion, is that this is an absolute hate group. That I mean. Everybody I mean, has anything groups. that's I mean, going to encourage segregation instead of integration at this point exactly. is, is ridiculous. Exactly, exactly, and it's just wrong in today's day and age, and it's unnecessary, and, and it's stupid. You're going to cut yourself off from half the population of the world. More than right. that, yeah, fifty-one percent to forty-nine. Round number. Yep. Well, anyway, um, yeah, I think we put this topic to bed. <laughs> Back in the pile, we'll go. <laughs> Back in the pile! It's <laughs> <laughs> in the pile! All right, everybody, in the pile! Rubble, 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 rubble. Oh, oh South Park, we got it. So we should just link... <laughs> we, should, we should just link mgto.com to... to uh, 
back to the pile clip over and over. <laughs> yeah, that would be hilarious. <laughs> Just the gif of it over and over and over. Oh man, what else you got for me, Jeremy? That's the only couple of topics I really had, except for adulting, which is uh, oh, yeah. Steve wanted to mention. And sure, I, we, you know, I think we need to, um, we've been promising it to our audience for quite some time. We need some new JerMDB. We do. Oh. This, has been, this has been the summer of movies, man. We've had no JRMDB since Mad Max. Oh, I don't even know what movies are out. I literally don't. Well, well, that's easy go. enough. <laughs> so this is a this is a segment that if anybody's unfamiliar with what's going on, you might want to go back and check out. I think it was episode seventeen or eighteen where we did uh, where we. Uh, it's called no, it's not Fury Gate because Fury Gate was oh, it's called City Gate. Yeah. Because I was misunderstanding which podcast would be posted. Right. At so. The time. So we went back, uh, we went to go see Mad Max Fury Road, and on the way back we got into some JRMDB <laughs> stuff because he's way better than IMDB when it comes into uh, giving you plot synopses of, uh, of movies. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a quick break and set this up, we're going to refill our coffee cups, and uh, we'll be right back. Jeremy, take us through the plot line of Avengers, Age of Ultron. Isn't Ben Affleck in the Avengers? Yes. He's like adequately right now? Absolutely. Well, Ben Affleck teams up with Matt Damon and Jennifer Aniston, and... Uh, I don't know, somebody else, fuck. And they go to fight that robot from uh, from Close Encounters of the Third, time, third Kind, <laughs> and they, uh, they go into space, they find a virus that comes back and it transforms men into women. Is that right? Um, Sounds good. Apparently. <laughs> if it's on JRMDB, it must be true. Anyway, in the end, everybody dies. Okay, so... That is Avengers Age of Ultron. Jeremy, take us through the plot, please, of Inside Out. That's um, that's actually one of Jimmy's late night encounters. (laughs) 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 Where he he hired his buddy to film it, but the buddy fell out of the closet and scared the girl. Gentlemen, Inside Out is in theaters. Rating Rating (laughs) Okay. Coming attractions. These are movies that are on the uh, horizon here. Oh, God, I know nothing about these. Oh, uh, Jeremy, please take us through the plot of The Martian. Coming soon to theaters. Not everything's about Matt Damon. (laughs) But it is. But it is about Matt Damon being marooned on Mars. Really? Yeah. Ben Affleck's marooned on Mars. <laughs> when he's sorting through the rocks, he finds Matt Damon. Matt <laughs> Damon. The skeleton Matt Damon, which comes to life. And they start a rock career together. Oh my god. Don't see straight they out of They get the spaceship and they have to get home to Earth before Jared throws up in the spaceship. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Jerry, please give us the details of Pan. Coming soon to theaters. Uh, that's when Jimmy's when Jimmy's sleeping at night. Hey, uh, <laughs> Ben Affleck in tights comes up to him through the window. And says, "Would you like to go to a fantasy land where you can play with other children forever?" 
<laughs> and Jimmy Liss is like, yes, I would. <laughs> so Jim's, Jimmy spends the next two and a half hours dancing with children in Never Never Land, comes back and is arrested for child molestation. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. They're really working, Jerry. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's see Pan in theater soon. <laughs> Jeremy, please give us the rundown of Goosebumps. Coming soon to theaters. Oh. Uh, Matt Damon opens a book. <laughs> and apparently you have to solve the game before you can shut the book back again. <laughs> and a bunch of different challenges come out. Jumanji? No, it's Goosebumps. No, it's Goosebumps. <laughs> Starring Ben Affleck as the werewolf. <laughs> oh, I want to go to Jeremy's Hollywood. <laughs> I think it would be a terrifying place. Uh, it wraps up with one here, Steve. In, uh, in other movie news, we return to the Paul Show's birthday today. But when it's Paul Yep. Is she going to celebrate with her child Marvels? <laughs> something crazy, right? It's Apple. <laughs> Jeremy, give us the JRMDB rundown of James Bond Spectre. Coming soon to theaters. Um, Jerry Brzezinski stars as James Bond <laughs> in a sexy new adventure featuring Emily Brzezinski as one of the women he's with. Not pregnant, hopefully. <laughs> No, she's incredibly pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. James Bond's new vehicle is a 1986 car. <laughs> <laughs> the same one driven It transforms by into a Jimmy boat with a nine horsepower motor on the back of it. James Bond movie, it's gonna be awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, James Bond Spectre, <laughs> Theaters, November 6th. This has been DB, brought to you by Something Gate. <laughs> oh, it's great. Alright, so you guys were talking a little bit earlier before I got here because I was incredibly late. Um, you guys have already decided on the adulting 101 topic for we, we this indeed. week, have you? Yes. Why don't you uh, explain it to me right, adulting 101 is a segment where we tell grown ass people to act like grown ass people and how to do it today Jeremy what are we going to be talking about uh, I think one of the main aspects of adulting is deadlines as in if you say you're going to be at a place at a time, you're going to be at that place at that time. But Jeremy, what if I got really drunk the night before? You know what? You're right, Steve. That excuses you. No, it doesn't. No. Nothing excuses you. You have to be at the place at the time that the number you agreed to. But Jeremy, you don't understand. I was really, really drunk last night. It still doesn't apply, I'm afraid, Steve. Unfortunately, adulting, the central tenet is I have to be at this place at this time. If my arm is missing, I should probably not go. <laughs> Everything else, though, you're required to be there at that time. But I did the adult thing, and I contacted you guys. <laughs> on the other hand, you are one up on me, because I am realizing that I probably should have showered once in the last two weeks, because I'm not exactly the most, you know, attractively 
appearing or smelling person this time. <laughs> it's, that's another thing that you need to recognize about adulting is um, be aware of how you are in relation to other people yes, sometimes. absolutely. Like you walked in, you were fairly chipper, I gotta say. Oh, that yeah. Wasn't bad. Yeah, extra hours of sleep when I was supposed to be here kind of helped. I was hoping for zombie, Jared. <laughs> no, no, and Emily was nice enough to uh, give me coffee straight away, so it yeah. worked out very well. And breakfast, thank you. Yes, oh, thank you. Welcome. Appreciate it. So, in regards to adulting, it's absolutely true. I mean, everybody likes to go out and have a good time, have fun, but at the same time, you gotta, I mean, you gotta have, stick to your commitments. I mean. Well, that's the number one thing that sucks about being an adult. Yeah. Is, it's, you have, you have to follow through. Follow through is the key part of it. You can't go your own way. Yeah. But you can't, hey. you can't be a little boy. You gotta do the thing, no matter what. There's so many times in my life now that I'm. 43 years old, that uh, I just like don't want to do the thing. I know. Gotta do the thing anyway. It sucks. It does, but it's part of being an adult. I mean, it's. I mean, I've seen. I mean, with, with, with our group. What's that? Like sweating. Oh, so am I. I'm, I'm sweating all the alcohol <laughs> out of me right now. Me. It's hot as hell. I, in I'm, I've been sweating since the day I got pregnant, so I really want to know. Like I went over, stood over there by the fan. It's like so cool. Then I walk over here and I'm like, "Wow, we must be some hot men because it is." I don't know. <laughs> I know my air conditioning is set fairly low. I don't know. <laughs> I'm fine for those. Who I'm sweating. Oh, I'm dying. I'm dying. Oh my lord! I thought there was a fan or something around me. I was mine. Anyway, we're buying something. Sit down. Oh, I mean, Jeremy's wearing Thermofit, you know, workout pants. Well, let's let's also point out that Jeremy hates LeBron James, and he's wearing LeBron James's pants. Damn it, you fit! Oh no, <laughs> he's got he's got LJ twenty three pants on right now. He's got King was, James all on his pants. I was hoping that you would notice that. Yeah, I know you were. I noticed it after they were given to me. That's and not I was all. Like, that's eh, not all. No one's going to notice. Pants. <laughs> they were on clearance. Hey man, they're, they're nice. <laughs> they're yeah, yeah. I particularly like the bell-bottom flare. Yeah, that's yeah. that's sexy. Well, they're unzipped, you know, because I need ventilation with my <laughs> with my insulated running pants. Apparently, it's not though because you're still sweating. <laughs> Do they help you travel better? <laughs> <laughs> I can take up to Jared, three thousand steps without dripping. Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot. Yep. What should you do? <laughs> oh, these are stupid. So, if you're gonna go out and have fun and party. Either A, don't have work or a commitment the next day, or B, get your ass out of bed and go deal with it. Um, or C, have somebody that can take care of you. Like that's what I did. That was my that was that was my decision on that. At least one. you yeah. yeah. At least you didn't drive yourself home. Oh God, no, no. Keep in like, mind, if you're a man going your own way, uh, you don't have anyone helping you out. Yeah, fuck that. So you better go your own way and mm-hmm. keep your mouth shut about it. Nope, I'm gonna pass on that. No, I mean. Just get up, go to work, do your commitments, go to class if you're in school, do what you got to do, and still have fun. You got anything else to say about adulting 101? Uh, I really, really, really like this segment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's pretty, I think those are just pretty straightforward. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to... I can't believe you guys recognize I'm wearing LeBron. Your, yeah. your daughter just <laughs> threw something across the floor and said, go fetch Max. Oh my God. <laughs> Did he just sit there? <laughs> He's an Mjuto. <laughs> I ain't doing it. Mailing this, Max. You're doing it right. 
<laughs> See, he's not an adult, so he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> you don't control Except we shove him on the bus in the morning. Actually, no, he jumps on the bus in the morning, so he does literally everything he wants to That's do. That's awesome. Except sleep. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> Oh my and gosh. of course, most of the time in the morning at 6 to 7 a.m., he's like, bam, bam, bam. Come out, come out, come out. Damn it. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I want. <laughs> okay, so let's, uh, let's stay on this topic another couple of minutes. Obviously, Good, uh, I like it. As we've, uh, as we've gotten older and have transitioned from our uh, young adult to full adult phase, uh, our tolerances are different. Um, yep. What did you used to uh, enjoy or uh, perhaps partake in too much that you simply can no longer do? Oh, um, I can't, like, I used to be able to, like, when I was partying a lot, I used to be able to, like, boot and rally, like, I can, like, boot and rally, oh, like, yeah. with other, like, with other liquors and stuff. I, I've... Like me, I have to stick to either I'm either drinking beer or I'm drinking drinks or something. I can't I can't switch up at all anymore. Um, and I'm not even saying like in mass quantities either. Like I mean, if I if I'm sitting there and I like if I have if I've had more than two or three beers, I can't switch over to something different. Yeah, that's that's dangerous now. I can't it's very do it anymore. Now. It's so bad. Like before, it was nothing. Like oh, I'm in a few beers. I'll have a cocktail and I'll you know, I'll do a shot and go back to drinking beer. Um, okay, and I'm going to go throw up and go back to doing it again, and I, I, I just can't do that anymore, even in, even in minor quantities. I mean, I feel like shit the next day, I feel yeah. like shit that night, I can't sleep, and I like to sleep, so it, it, that's, that's for me, that's the thing I can't really do anymore. Do you hold, do you hold to the uh, liquor before beer, you're in the clear? It's just beer. If you're going to drink beer, then that's all you're going to drink. Yeah. If you're going to drink liquor, then you're going to suffer. What about, what about, oh, port? Are we going to, are we going to go there now? We just did. Uh, port is a drink of the devil. <laughs> port is a drink of the God. by the devil. <laughs> and, uh, not allowed on this show anymore. To drink it is heresy and should be allowed. <laughs> should not, never be allowed. Port is amazing. That's like I can. That's one thing that I can use. I can go from I can go from wine to beer and beer to wine. But like, okay. like so that was that was my thing. I used to I, be able to go uh, from from everything. If I'm drinking wine, it's become a wine night. I can't, oh, has it? I can't mix anything. See, I can wine. mix that. I can drink about as much as I used to. My current condition notwithstanding, but I don't. I used to be able to drink on an empty stomach. Like in college, uh-huh. I'd be like, you know, I'm going to drink all these calories, so I'll just skip dinner. Right. And like, no problem. I didn't. I had no desire to snack while I was drinking, and like, yeah. I could hold it that way. Now, if I don't continuously snack while I'm drinking, that's instant vomit for me. I yeah. have to keep my stomach full. I, I've noticed that with me too. Is that I used to just like I could party. I wouldn't eat just because like I'm not a breakfast person. By the time and if we're doing like an all day party type thing. Like having people over, I would just start drinking like at you know eleven yeah, o'clock I could or something just not and just eat all go day through. And have no problem. Right, and I can't not do that anymore. So I have like that. I think that was one of my problems yesterday is that I didn't eat anything until, like, I didn't eat anything until around two thirty yesterday is when I first started when I first had something to eat and I was already I was a six pack. I was, yeah. I was already six pack in at that point. Yeah. Not like I was sitting there pounding back and forth, really playing bocce ball and and washers and everything, and I was just drinking, playing games, but I just. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh crap! I haven't eaten anything, you know. Yeah. And that's where I think that's where I go down the rabbit hole real quick yeah. is if I don't have something to eat. Yep. Okay. I think honestly, like when you're an adult, there's like a committee of the brain inside your mind, and they all meet after you've had a certain <laughs> amount of beers, and they're like, "So are we gonna put them down?" Yeah. Like, 
You know what? Yeah, let's put him down. You're going and to that's, sleep. That's the actual yep. plot of Inside Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, that's one thing that I do a lot better now that I do like is that now when I'm at my own house is like if I'm if I'm getting really really drinky. My, I just go to bed. I just go to sleep now. Rather than get to the point of, oh, I've drank too much. I'm gonna, you know, have a massive hangover. I'm gonna go puke or anything. I just go to bed. Like my my body's like, just I just sneak off and I'm gone. <laughs> and it's amazing and I love it because I don't ever have a hangover. It's, it's so great nice. To get home. Yep, I like it. It. I, I've noticed I've had the most problems when I'm going out, to, like to party. Right. Like yeah. to go like it's by a lot party. Easier to keep drinking when everyone else. Right. Is drinking. <clears throat> by party, I don't mean like, oh, I'm going to go to like this like. Partying like we did in college, but like, oh, these people are having a you know housewarming party or somebody's birthday to a party. I mean, that's another thing that's changed is that I don't, I don't think that we have parties to like just drink anymore like we used to. I mean, aside from the TCA stuff, yeah. but I mean, that's not the same thing, you know. We also because we have to get we also drink yeah. more potent shit now. Like we used to drink like Miller Lite. Yeah. Now we're drinking Bush Light. Yeah. Now we're drinking <laughs> IPAs. We're drinking stuff with tw- twice, three times the amount of alcohol in it. Yeah. As we were drinking before, so that's another problem. Well, we still drink it the same way we drink all those. Yeah, <laughs> that's. Yeah, that ends up being a problem. That's, that's when the brain community is like, um, he's gonna he's gonna get rid of this stuff, right? Yeah, everyone <laughs> says, yeah, he's gonna throw up, or let's put him down. He's gonna go to sleep now. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Steve? Um, yeah, I can, like I say, I can only uh, I can mix a little bit, but I have to start with the liquor. Like uh, at the at the last Turbo Cup, you know, I had uh, I had my glass to to get started and right. get into the swing of things, and then right. I was playing with beer. And we sat down to do the bonus episode, and I had right. a glass of whiskey, and it was like, whoop! That's a complicated <laughs> roadmap to success, yeah, right? There. <laughs> I chose poorly. <laughs> what do you find? Do you find that you've developed any like? Because obviously, we're all talking in regards to drinking and stuff. I mean. Like, with me being, like, I've developed a good thing for me, which is getting, like, I put myself to bed pretty quick over the years. I mean, have you developed anything um, positive? I, I think I have a, a, a pretty good uh, self-awareness of when I've had too much because if if I'm not the driver, I'm always at least somewhere else. Very rarely am I drinking somewhere where I can just sneak off to a corner and go to bed. Right, um, right. So I think I've developed a, a pretty decent uh, meter of when I need to start uh, doing water. Yeah, I, I know you, I've noticed you do that a lot. Like you'll you'll either start like having water in between, or like you you like it seems like you can wind up pretty good, and then yeah. you kind of then you peter yeah, off. I hit pretty, that. I, well. I get to the bottom of that plateau, and I'm like, nope, not going up there. <laughs> yeah, How many times in the last that? few years have you guys has your body actually gone to active water? Where, you have, where your brain has to think of everything you're doing. Like, step forward. Talk to this person. You're, you're, you're being weird. You're being weird. Okay. Oh, my brain is constantly Stop talking right now. That. Stop talking right now. Every social interaction I've had years. Okay. Look, look around. Look to the left. Look around. You're staring again. You're quiet. You're quiet. Say something. Say something. Say something. Say something. Not that. Run. Abort. 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 And the brain inside is like still speaking completely normal and is thinking normally, but the the body just isn't it re- working. You remember, remember Beer Fest? Yeah, it reminds me of that scene in Beer Fest when um, when Jay Shandekar's character is um, when he's when he's drunken at the bar and he's like it, it shows him like walk out of the bathroom. He's got like the pimp suit on. <laughs> 
but yet he's fucking hammered and he's got like, he's got like a hat on, but it's just like it's it's a it's a case of beer box and everything. And you slur his speech at everything he's saying is like super cool. Exactly. Yeah. think my place is closer. <laughs> you want to get out of here? Are you looking for a little slap and tickle? Oh, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> I'm going to go grab a taxi, baby. Okay. Yeah? Barry, uh, what are you doing? You kidding me? She's hot as hell. Looking for a little slap and pickle. You sure you want to do this, man? You're drunk. I'm drunk. You're drunk. Everybody's drunk! I think when you're an adult, the act of monitoring is a little more realistic. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I, uh, when I was on the rock boat, there was, I mean, the, the whiskey was flowing like water, so it was a good time, but distinctly remember being in that weird zone where I was brave enough to talk to new people, but... Like, I think I sounded really stupid, and I met one of the people the next day, and they're like, so you like bread? And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that was your opener, was do you like bread? <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to go jump off the back of that boat. <laughs> don't rescue me. That's that's a very dangerous mode for me to get into, but I just don't give a shit about what I say. Oh, you're the people. funniest person on the planet when you get that drunk. <laughs> oh, the funniest. <laughs> Yeah, I have, a, I have an amazing wife that tries to get me drunk, and then see what, and then sees what I do. Would you rather? Would you rather be stranded in the middle of the ocean on a lifeboat for a week, or on a desert island the size of your backyard for a year? Boat. I, I would be much happier for the week. Yeah, on the boat. Boat, no question. The boat. What about you, Jeremy? Desert island. I'm, I, I like would. Boats. <laughs> I would pick the desert island as well. I. Uh, there's something, there's something supremely terrifying about the ocean to me. Oh, man, that's not too bad. Oh, yeah. <coughs> there's no sandworms in the friggin' desert. That's it? That I know of. Sand, sandworms? Come on, man. Beetlejuice. Oh, I thought they were talking about June. June. Yeah, I was yeah. like, uh, we're having the spice planet now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're it's not white and nerdy yet, Jerry. We're <laughs> skipping segments, and we have to stick to our new format. It's part of adulting. Oh, God, I never even saw the Oh, it's okay. It's, you didn't miss much. <laughs> well, I know okay. buddy loves. Oh, buddy Rob loves Dune. He's gonna say somebody that you know loved it. Yeah, but Dune was long and hard to Crazy. watch. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, all right. I like Dune. 
So, <laughs> I'm not driving this car. You are. I think. Uh, yeah, I think we can put adulting 101 to bed. Do you guys have anything that you would like us to talk about? Things we that can. annoy you about younger generations, or things you've learned becoming an adult? <laughs> Let us know, and we will be happy to discuss it during adulting 101. So, Florida story? Or are you guys going to oh, do no. a nerdy we thing? We had to do our white and nerdy segment. Please go into it. You guys never talk to me about any of this kind of stuff. I'm I'm nerdy about things too. Well, yeah, I was gonna I was gonna try and figure out what do we all nerd out about. You watch Game, you guys watch Game of Thrones. I haven't. Um, they got really rapey, and it's one thing reading about it, and then I'm like, hey, there's more rape happening. Awesome. Yeah, we've read all the books, this but we're behind. Wait, wait, wait a minute. So it's okay, so it's okay to read about the rapey thing, but when it becomes it's better because you know it's censored. <laughs> I actually started watching Fear the Walking Dead. So the Walking Dead. Yeah, I like it. Let's talk about it because okay. I've, I've been waiting. Have you only seen the TV show or have you read the books? Never read the books. Okay, so you have. Okay, that's good. We can have this discussion then. You have the comic background. Uh huh. I have about half comic TV background. And we're all TV. Yeah. Um, oh, you used to watch, read a lot of comics. I haven't done it you have never watched a TV show. You like both TV shows. Yes, I have. I dropped out. I dropped out. Okay. Yeah, I just don't like it. What don't you like anymore? The Walking Dead. Yeah, I, I didn't like. I, I didn't like it when. Well, it, I didn't like it when it started. Well, I liked about it about for it is, like two or two or three, two seasons, three seasons, and then I got. I think I don't like. And I actually, I don't know how I got back into it, just watching it and kind of suffering through it. But it's every episode is like. Look how depressing their lives are now. It got too depressing for me. It wasn't even entertainment anymore. It was just like, if I was any of these people, I would kill myself. Like, like one right. minorly good thing that happened, like, you know, one of them would find, like, a penny on the road, and they'd be like, look, a penny! And then, like, they'd get shot in the face, and four other people would die. <laughs> and then the zombies would come upon them, and 30 people would die. Way yeah, too like, depressing. Okay. Are we going to keep making laps? <laughs> it's like, I'm bored. I'm always bored. It's like, my music. Just get a little bit. <laughs> Just a tremendously annoying dog. Just tremendously. What are we gonna talk about? We're about it. Oh no, it's a good idea. It's something that we all have a feeling on one way or another. So I thought we would right. go from there. I like it. Well, all right, I guess, so unless there was something else. There. What if we could just talk? If the zombie thing is it getting played out? It is. Do you think it is? I should be involved with this. <laughs> I, I think it is. Yeah, yeah it's... When, when Nerf is creating a, you know, zombie, an anti-zombie toy line, I it's, think you're... And it's gotten... What's funny is that zombies used to be social commentary. Like, when Romero first created zombies in, in their original form, they were... An attack on they were an attack on anti civil rights. They were an attack on capitalism. They were it was like yeah you're seeing the movie look the zombies are in a mall, but he's talking about capitalism right. It's now right. it's just like how much it was used as it look was, at his guts explode all exactly. over the right. face. That's, that's one of the things that I didn't like about Walking Dead is it it got to the point where it was just the special effects guys showing off. Literally nothing would happen in the episode. So that's what we're going to do. Then I'm going to, I'm going to, let's just let's just talk about The Walking Dead and how much I hate it, and I'll tell you why I hate it. And we just let's just bash on it, and then also bash on the zombie thing. Let's do that. Okay. And, um, All right. So here, I'm going to get on my soapbox and explain to you right now why The Walking Dead is a terrible TV show. Okay. And then I'll chime in on one I dropped out of it. Yeah. The Walking Dead is a terrible TV show in relation to its comic book counterpart, 
Not for the reasons you'd think. I don't sit there and look at it and go, oh, well, they did this in the comic different, or they did that in the comic different, and blah, blah, blah. Because right off the bat, Robert Kirkman said, this, this show is not, gonna, is not a one-for-one shot remake of the comic book. Fine. That sounds great. So if you're going to sit there, the problem that the problem with the show is that he kept it. He kept the characters in it very similar. He he added new characters, which is fine, but he kept it close enough to the comic book to where you're watching it, and, and it's 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 so similar. And there's the, the the plot line is runs right along with the comic to the point to where there's no. It's it's annoying for a comic book for for the comic book person because like. Like right now, they're doing, they're doing Fear the Walking Dead. Okay, that's a whole new cast of characters, whole new sub side plot. Fine. There was absolutely no need to do the Walking Dead anywhere near the comic book. Like he could he could have just made a like people that are watching the general the general population of America that's tuning in to watch to watch even, the Walking even Dead. Even your hardcore comic book fans had no idea this was out there. Right, right. I mean, I, I I jumped into it late. I mean, I got in around like I think like when the comics it would have been already like a four year run at this point because mm-hmm. I was just asking the guy at the shop like what's good and I was like he's like The Walking Dead. I go I've never seen. It. He's like you've never read that. I'm like no. So I started reading it. And I got really into it. And the books are really good. And this isn't a thing of oh the books are better than the TV show. The problem is is that he kept the TV show so similar to the comics that it messes with the person that's read the book that's read mm-hmm. the comic books. He could have had an entirely different cast of characters, or he could have just—he could have kept the main character the same. So, you would have rather had it gone World War Z style, where it's just completely different. Yeah, just he could—he could have done like the amount of stories and subplots and plots that are in, that are in the book could have been played out with an entirely different cast of characters. You didn't need to have Carl and and every. Like, there's no reason to keep those characters in it because the target audience wasn't the comic book people. The target audience was people that have never heard of it before. Because you already had the comic book audience, right? And then you avoid you avoid the issue of the comic... <laughs> you avoid the comic book issue of, of it being so similar to having people like me that are like, this is terrible... Because you're using the same you're using the same storyline, but you're not doing the storyline. So they just take they just took plot points of it and then messed didn't do something. They used well. What the, what the issue was is they 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 kept the same plot devices. They kept the same major plot points. Like, um, for instance, like uh, like the best way to explain is like let's say we're going to travel cross country, right? And we're going to go we're going to start in New York. We're going to go to L.A. Okay, and if you use that for a like kind of like a storyline type go with me for a minute okay so like the, the plots would be okay well I'm starting in New York I've got to stop in Pittsburgh I have to get to Chicago then I'm going to then I'm going to go to St. Louis you know right. but the roads that were that you're taking on the storyline were different okay. they ended up in Pittsburgh Chicago St. you know uh, you, you hit those major plot points but the, the avenues and the cast of characters were different to the point where it just so basically, the way they're running the show is, is that they have a guy that reads the comic book, and then he said, and he goes up to his friend, and he's like, "This is what happened in the comic," and well, then that friend goes to the writer and says, "This is what happened in the comic." So you're, you're losing information, but not purple monkey dishwasher. Yeah, the right. major information's there, but you're but losing all the nuances. I, I would say, I'd say yes. Stop looking at me, dog. I'd say yes, but like you, but you, I love you, Jerry. But Kirkman's writing it. Kirkman is helping write it, so he's. I mean, it's intentionally different because he didn't want to do the same story again. But I'm like, if you're going to do a different story, do a different story. Okay. It, it just, be, I guess, because I think that 
it, it was the storyline that you had, like like that that storyline is a storyline to me. Okay, like the way the way it was written in the books was so good that it didn't need to be redone. Okay, you know. And I understand wanting to retell a story and changing it up. I get it. That's mm-hmm. fine. It's his property. He can do whatever the hell he wants with it. But he's obviously creative enough that he could have written. That it could have been a completely different storyline, okay. and you didn't need to, to to riff off of your old story. Okay. I got you on that. All right. So I I read a very very minimal part of the comics, but uh, I did really like the show for the first couple of seasons, and I particularly thought that they handled uh, Shane better in the TV show than in the comics. Because in the comics, he dies very early on. Yep. Um, same, same, a similar circumstance where Carl shoots him. Right. But he, he hadn't turned at that point because there was no showdown with him and Rick. Right. And I thought, you know, for a TV standpoint, the, the binary opposition of him and the, the old man uh, was better because they were always button heads about what the group should do before Rick really came into his own as the leader. Why did Rick shoot him? There was no uh, showdown. There was no, Carl. Carl uh, shot him. I forget why. It was a long time since I read the comics. He was uh, well in the in the comics or in the in the TV show. In the comics. In the comics, he shoots him because um, he was he's going to kill he was going to kill Rick. Oh. Shane was going to kill Rick, and Carl Carl killed Shane first. Okay. It was it was kind of like a snap, like a snap. You know, moment right. type. Yeah, it was really quick too, and it was very early on. He, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shane was dead by book twelve. Yeah, like by the twelfth comic book, yeah. he was gone. Twelfth or eighteenth. I mean, like it was. Mm-hmm. So basically, <clears throat> if you look at that as a comic book run, you know, in the first year he was he was dead. Shane was gone in the first year. Yeah. Question: Is Carl as annoying in the books as he is in the show? No, Carl doesn't have much of a doesn't. A, Carl kind of comes into his own a little bit later on, but. Carl is actually the best character, in, in my opinion, is the best character in the comic books because it really shows you what effect this society and this group and the things that have to happen, it, it shows you how that affects somebody that, you know, that age. And I, I think it does a really good job of it. Like, you know, you have a 12-year-old boy that's that's become a man, you yeah. know, like in, in a con- very, very, very condensed amount of time. I hate Carl so much. I wish he was dead. Every day. No, she was dead. Right. Did they did they kill off uh, Lori in the in the TV show yet? Yes. Okay. She, she died at the end of one of the. She died at the end of the season with the governor. Okay. See, uh-huh. and and in the in the comic books, her death was. I think I might have said this before on a different cast or something, but when she died in the comic books, I actually cried. Like the way she died, the way it went down, it actually I actually rolled a tear. Like it was like. So I guess for me, when I have oh, wait, a story was, that was Lori the mom, or no, I was thinking of Andrea, but yeah, Lori's, yeah. Lori's dead anyway. Yeah, she and, died in the prison. Yeah, that's well, she died. She died at the prison in the, she in died the books giving, too. Giving birth, if I'm not mistaken. In the yes. books or in the TV show? In the TV show. Okay, see, so yeah, and in the books, spoiler alert, she gets gut shot by a shot she by the by the band that's trying by the group that's trying to take over the prison. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she ends up running through the yard, and everybody gets through, except for her, and she gets. <laughs> She gets. She gets gut shot. It was a happy squirrel. What kind of noise was that? Jesus. She gets gut shot with the baby. And it's it's a very it's kind of like one of those, like last panel type thing, you know. It's it's just. It's it's it was rough. So I like 
I mean, when I have this much of attachment to these characters, I hate seeing them not executed faithfully. Act like that. That's I guess that's my biggest problem. Is like I see these characters and and I've I've grown an attachment to these characters, and I don't like them not reacting and acting how they've been written. So that's I mean, I guess that's been my biggest gripe with it. Okay, I got you. My my thing with the TV show is. Eventually, it became just you know a special effects program, and I wasn't too keen on that. But then, I think it was the fourth season where all they're doing is walking along these train tracks. We're we're going to terminus. We got to get to terminus. Everything will be great in terminus. And then the last episode of that season, oh, we finally terminus is in sight. Then you have the whole off season. There's books and posters and billboards. Terminus, terminus. We're going to terminus. The next season kicks off. We're at terminus, and then we leave. Uh, fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't. I, I mean, it's just. I, I think at this point, it's just kind of played out. I mean, this, like you were saying earlier, I think the whole zombie thing is just kind of run. It's kind of run its course, and I mean, people are so excited to like every time the show comes back on, and I th- and I think the show is like edited well, it's shot well, and everything. Yeah. But I, I, I'm like, I'm. I hope people understand. I'm not hating on the show. It's not that. It's just I wish that the show was not. Related. Right. So, the what's comic. the next thing? If zombies are played out, what's the next thing? Then? Um, I, vampires are getting played out too. Yeah, I think vampires are about done. I really think um, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be aliens. There's gonna. I think there's gonna be a swing back to either aliens or uh, back to technology running amok. Like, uh, I haven't even seen you know the new Terminator Genesis because I hate it when you spell words wrong in titles. <laughs> but. Um, you know, just working in the telecom industry and, and seeing the way things evolve and seeing the way that things are held back. Yeah. I, I just I, I I absolutely could see something like war games or you know, Skynet or even something as stupid as uh, if you guys ever saw uh, stealth. Which was, yeah, where uh, it took the where, where they took over with the, with the yeah, it was the, just a, the it was just a it was just a jet that yeah. had artificial intelligence yeah. in it, and it you know does the same thing. You know, Ultron did the same thing where he just decides that people don't need to exist, right? And well, a number of like important scientific minds have said that basically, if AI gets self-aware, we're done. Yeah, yeah, I could see, I could see a reap replay back to the man versus environment thing too I mean they've been kind of doing that sub it's been kind of like a sub genre that's been kind of going on a lot lately mm-hmm. like if you look at for instance if you look at um, uh, Gravity with okay. Sandra Bullock right yeah that didn't start Matt Damon or Ben Affleck by the way it didn't? no no Matt Damon and Ben Affleck were not, but like well, you had <laughs> you had Sandra Bullock you know dealing with her environment it's just all about her and her environment, right? You look at a miniaturized version of Matt Damon as a as a girl's child. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have um, uh, the Martian, right? Right, coming up. Yeah, uh, Interstellar. Did you ever see Moon too? It was really good. No, I haven't seen. You'd Moon. like Moon if you like. Yeah, Moon. and I, I mean uh, another one that I mean it was bad, I guess, because it was out of the theater so fast. But you know, look at San Andreas. I mean, I think you're going to see. Like the disaster type movies. Well, yeah, but it's but it also ends up you know when when you don't go, I think San Andreas is more like the the you know summer blockbuster style of it. But like right. I think I think when you go to stuff like 
like Gravity and like The Martian and all that, to where it's just, you know, one-on-one with your dealing with your circumstance. I think that's that's a compelling um, movie type that's going to start to get a little bit more play out of it. Because I think, because, I mean, Gravity, Gravity um, performed well with not a real big need of a huge cast, right? I mean, you can you can keep your cost on actors down on it. Um, yeah, the cost and everything else went through the roof, though. Right, <laughs> right. But it was amazing. Um, and then I think the alien thing is going to play is going to have another resurgence. I just I, I got a feeling on it. Okay. So I think I think aliens have uh, have kind of run their course. Like it's just especially with like Netflix now. You know, you can go through the genre, and there's just so many things that are just hapless retreads and shameless ripoffs yeah. and everything. Um, and as much as I say that, be damned if I can come up with anything different. Oh right, yeah, yeah. It's all been done. I mean, I mean, there, there, there I isn't. Think, I think you need, I think you need to move away from the the, the stereotypical bug, like your Starship Trooper, your Xenomorphs, or right? Aliens. It's like the the standard convention is to make them as different from people as you can for that visceral effect. But at the same time. You know, the thing that's most different from people is, you know, like an insect. And if they resemble that too much, well, then it's like, you know, where do you go from there? Right. So you've got your you know, your predators and things like that, which I think are good, but then you ruin them by putting them in a Fox movie with aliens. Uh, <laughs> what? But, you know, the predators. You know that all, all vintage literature, all like severe literature from, you know, Greek tragedies, that was all based on alien versus oh, predator. Right. No, I posted an article stating this. I don't care. <laughs> so, if you like Odysseus, flawed. you better thank Alien vs. Predator Requiem, because that's what it's about. I, 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 I don't think your timeline supports your argument. Time travel. Everything supports my everything. Oh my god. It's, it's looking like space. Warcraft's coming out next year. What is? Warcraft. That's not space. Oh, sorry. That's Starcraft. Whatever. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Maybe in Jerem DB is shut up. What, what's the plot? What's about the Warcraft, Jeremy? Coming soon to theaters. Uh, obviously, there is an alien race in space, and there's the Terrans that are trying to settle at the on this void planet. Who leads the Terrans? Uh, Matt, Matt Damon. Matt Damon is a, as an elf hunter. And then like is the lead alien. <laughs> in the end, they meet together and they like do the uh, they do the bro high five, and everyone's happy. Nice. Oh, Something nice. Avatar. <laughs> Everything sounds. Can we talk about Avatar for a minute? No, we like, can't. no, I no, I really like. I was. I don't know. I'm tired of you shitting on Avatar. No, I have a question because I. It was on the other day. We get to shit on Avatar now. And I was watching it. Apparently. And I'm really curious. Okay, so the so the scene where the guy gets the bird thing. Why does he rape it? <laughs> you know the the thing that he rides the flying. Okay, so the, the bird thing. The banshee. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. He, he he rapes it. No, he doesn't. He uses the tentacle thing that he has sex with with the lady on later on, right? Oh. Like they hook up and they, they touch their tentacle thingies together, right? Okay. Right? Right? Sure. Right? And then he uses that same tentacle thingy <laughs> no. to meld with the bird thingy. Multi-purpose. <laughs> so let me ask you. And the bird did not like it. The bird was not. The bird did not want to be touched. But he conquered the. He it's conquered about the domination. Bird. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. What the or, hell? Or symbiosis, or whichever. No. Does he rape the tree when he connects to it? Absolutely. Yes. I don't think he does. Yes. No, 
I'm not going into a metaphysical discussion. On oh, this the tree was willing. The tree's kind of a slut. But <laughs> I mean, I hate to be. You saw the way it had its flowers. I hate to be all Gito about it, but. <laughs> Uh huh. So, so you're, so you're, just, so you're so, just so you're saying that uh, Jake Sully is just Patrick Kane is what you're telling me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to talk about that? That where, that where you want to go with this? Because that's where I'll go. <laughs> no, I'm just curious, like because I don't because obviously I didn't watch the movie very much because yeah. it was bad. It's but not bad. But is that is that thing is wanger? Like what? Like what is it? I don't know. They don't explain it. They just say that it's a way to upload and download information, basically. Mm. Genetic material? Huh? Huh? So how do they? How do the? How do the blue cats reproduce that? They never go into it. Avatar subtext: rape is okay. Are we going to ding conversation all now? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'll have this discussion with you at some point, but it's just not going to He's got no evidence now. to say it's not right. I just, no, I can't. If you actually watch the movie, pay attention That's to why it. I'm the asking. whole theme of the movie is being one with nature instead of mind against its will. Okay. <laughs> if needed. So, they... <laughs> So the Navi, the Go alien, way, buddy. the Navi, the <laughs> alien race, have the ability to connect with anything in their environment. The trees, okay. the animals, everything has that same kind of connection port that's okay. in his brain. Okay. So a lot of Florida men use that same connection port in a lot of the same way. <laughs> yeah, we're well, not in Florida. <laughs> so. Hey, Avatar looks kind of like it's based in Florida. Uh, it really does. A lot of tropical like foliage. Florida. So you've never been to a lot of big trees. You've never been to Pandora. You've never been to Florida. So I'm, I've been to Florida. I don't think you have. And by that standard, I've also been to Pandora. <laughs> you grew up in Indiana. I'm surprised you can't even spell Florida. <laughs> you, know, you didn't have to go in. Uh, That's a low blow. Just, you didn't actually grow up in Indiana, though. I sort of did. Well, I grew up. New Jersey. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what happened to your accent? Yeah, yeah, help him some more. Help, help some more, Emily. Thanks, honey. Chris Christie. So is that why you is that why you got such a crush on Matt Damon's? Because you're New Jersey. <laughs> it kind of comes in the territory, yeah. Oh, this is great. <laughs> so this oh. has been white and nerdy, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> that brings us on to our. Uh, we- you don't need any more donuts. Donuts, go! Okay, you can put it. Mark. Okay, so we'll show you where the garbage is. There's no more donuts, baby. Anyway, what else are we going to talk about? Florida story, man. You brought them. Let's hear them. All right, so Steve, you got your pipe? Yes. You got your hat? Yes. Degrees in murderology and murderonomy? Indeed. Well, this week we have a couple Florida stories from uh, our uh, guest host, which is our other host, Jeremy Brzezicki. Come on, man. What you got? All right. Suspect. Florida man. Pro- Guilty. Victim. <laughs> Helicopter pilot. <laughs> now, crime. The helicopter pilot was blinded by a Florida man because he had a, light shine, because he had a laser light shine into his eyes. Now, what kind of device did the Florida man use to blind the helicopter pilot? You just well, you said, said it, it was a laser for you. I did not say it was a laser. Oh, yes, you did. I said it was a laser. Oh, I heard pointer. Oh, I heard laser. <laughs> so, what did he use, Steve? 
Oh, okay, so let's see what kind of things emit lasers. It's, you got to think Florida, by the way. Okay. Um, <laughs> like a hair removal tool. Yes. Are you serious? <laughs> the opposite, but a hair growth laser comb. Oh my oh. gosh. Oh my gosh. A Florida man is accused of blinding a sheriff's helicopter pilot with his hair growth laser comb. <laughs> Sergeant Bruner, the pilot, advised his helicopter had been struck multiple times with a laser, temporarily blinding him and briefly affecting his briefly affected his night vision goggles. The oh suspect God. told deputies he was experimenting in his backyard with the comb to see how far the laser went, and that he was surprised how far the beam went into the trees. Oh my God! <laughs> wow, this laser goes on for a really long time. Is that a, is that a mugshot of the guy at the top? Yep. Okay, this dude does not need a hair growth comb. This guy has the mangiest hair I've ever seen in my life, down past his shoulders. Maybe he was trying to grow beard. I know that pain. Okay, next one we would go to. Oh my God! Could you? Ma- I mean, could you imagine that being a helicopter pilot? <laughs> okay, like so. So you. Okay, so you initially think this guy's being an asshole and like is just shining a laser pointer at you. Well, the fact that it affected his night vision goggles makes perfect sense because that shit, like, you could use a pen light in a completely dark room. Oh yeah, and see fine with night vision goggles. Yeah, so if he had those jacked up. And you like shot a flashlight into his eyes. Like, yeah, you're you're done. For that a would be. Seconds. Okay, you ready for the next one, Steve? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Suspect. Florida man. Guilty. (laughs) Victim. Women. (laughs) In the library. Oh, God. Oh, good God. What was the crime? Um, Accidental groping. Wrong. Okay. One more. I'll give you one more guess. All right. Was it it sexual related? I guess to some people, maybe. Oh, boy. Um, is it, uh, is there any touching involved? No. Okay. You just, like, ogling them or talking too loudly? I'll give you the answer. Was he reading, was he reading things out loud of, <laughs> of a graphic nature? Police say they've arrested a man several days after a complaint. Someone was spotted crawling under library tails and smelling a woman's feet. What? Who's crawling on your library table smelling their feet? Yes. God, fucking Florida. Oh my god. The man then Florida fled on a Florida scooter and led the police on a chase. He fled, eventually crashed, and was arrested. Did you say he fled on a scooter? He fled on a scooter. Oh my god. <laughs> well, no. Like a Razor scooter? Like or a moped? Or a I would scooter. say a moped, probably. <laughs> crash and burn himself. Was his name Tim Karkowski? <coughs> uh, yes. <laughs> oh wow. Holy cow. So they said he fled on a scooter, led them on a chase, and then crashed? Yes. And was arrested. <laughs> what is wrong with that state? <laughs> it's got to be the heat. It's got to be the heat. Okay. Next one. Oh, my gosh. Come on. <laughs> this isn't actually a crime. Victim. Florida man. Guilty. <laughs> Incident. Car crash. What caused him to crash? It's Florida. It could have been a flying alligator. Nobby. Uh, ne- <laughs> That's an arrow. Next one. I'll give you one more guess. Um, Do you have some type of hint? No. What's the, <laughs> what's the evidence? Normally there's evidence. Was he, uh, was he long necking? <laughs> I would say he hit a canoe. He hit a canoe? He hit a canoe? 
is he hit a canoe. Dude, was he following? He his, a canoe. Was he was he following his GPS and like drove off a bridge? Worse. Okay. What is it? Okay. Uh, Florida man films his own car crash with a selfie stick. <laughs> oh man! Both an innocent canoe and an innocent Jeep Wrangler windshield fell victim to a Florida man using a selfie stick. <laughs> Armed with a selfie stick and a blatant disregard for the road ahead of him, Florida man Alex L was apparently capturing the spellbinding action of him and his buddies on some sort of gator hunting expedition. <laughs> Logic and reason quickly put a stop to the hair-raising affair as the white pickup up front dabs the brake pedal. Poor Alex, doing a swell job of concealing his great joy at preserving this moment for posterity, returns his gaze forward, gaze forward for a few moments and hits the canoe. With a video. There is a video. Oh, my. So the canoe like, wasn't in a river or something. something no, it was on a truck. Oh, well, that's the lesson. That's that freaking hilarious. Oh! Oh, that's awesome. We'll, we'll link to this. That's that. You know, he got everything he deserved. I've got a. Uh, this isn't. This isn't Florida. This is a New London, Manhattan story. Manhattan, good old Manhattan, Illinois. It's but south of 80s. It's a, it's a very similar thing, and it was one of my brother's friends some years ago. This must have been probably five plus years ago. When when it, when you when it was relatively new to be able to take selfies. Okay. Okay. So he's driving now. There's this road in Manhattan I used to travel frequently because I had a boyfriend that lived near there. And so it was just like gravel. It was literally like a gravel road in the middle of cornfields. Connor, and, uh, Connor. They're right there. They're fine. Connor. And, uh, they're right there. They're fine. Anyhow, there's, um, at one point there's some train tracks. Uh, and you really can't drive more than like 20 miles per hour to do sure. this road. So anyway, this kid's driving. And he decides, like, I want to take a selfie. Okay. So he sticks his... Uh, got his window rolled down, he sticks his phone out the window to get a, get a nice angle, but he thinks, I don't look buff enough. So he holds his breath and puffs himself up to look like buffer, Okay. and then passes out from lack of oxygen, oh my God. and crashes his car. Oh. And this, this, this happened, just like, no joke. It took, it took this kid months to tell people what actually, I'm surprised he ever told anyone what actually happened. Oh my god! It was gosh. just a mystery accident. Everyone's like, how'd you get into an accident? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I just uh, blacked, out. blacked out. And he got drunk and, and told a couple I'm people what happened. And oh yeah, that spread like wildfire. Oh my god. That's, that, does he live in Florida now? You know, I don't know. He might. I bet he does. He's probably I, I, I in a correctional has... facility in Florida, <laughs> as most of my brother's friends are. But um, yeah. Speaking yeah. of Florida stories, you know what I read this week that I didn't even realize was a law in Florida? It's also a law in like six other states. Do you know that it is illegal to cohabitate in Florida if you're not married? Really? I didn't know that. It is punishable by, by uh, six months in jail and a fine. That So if you, if you are a boyfriend and girlfriend, you cannot cohabitate unless you're married in the state of Florida and, and like six oh. other states, including Michigan. Michigan's one of them too. Really? Where it's like it's on the books as illegal. I mean, it's, not, I mean, it's not enforced, well, sure. but it's one of the things that they're trying to get pat, like they're trying to like just get it off. The record, but they can't. And look at look at this law here. All ducks must wear long pants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it's pretty much a podcast. What do you think? Oh, uh, good. Uh, listen to all the great shows on the Disease Network, including the flagship "You're Going to Get a Disease," starring Luke and Nick. All that just happened, starring Rodney and Adam. <laughs> the Vagina Dialogue, starring our very own Claire Sampson. The uh, new show, once he eventually gets done recording it or editing it or whatever they're doing, if they ever decide to post it, backslash we rule with uh, Caesar and Ryan. Mm-hmm. And of course, your friends here at Something Gate. I'm Steve Barta. I'm Jared Sampson.
That's Jeremy Brzezicki playing on his phone. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jeremy Brzezicki, yeah. Uh, haters are gonna hate, and alligators are gonna alligate. Easy is what pimpin' ain't. This has been something, Gate. Bye, everybody. <laughs>